Hello and welcome to the Renaissance Polymath. I'm your host, Toby Gagnon, and on this episode, I would like to discuss knowing when to step away. Let's go ahead and get things started. I'm back. Yes, this is truly a new episode. It's not an audio rip from a video of a seminar or anything like that. It's real, and it's in your ears. It's been more than six months since I've sat down and recorded just a podcast episode, and to be honest, I've forgotten my rhythm, my routine, my intro, my outro, and so much more. I feel like I'm starting all over again. So where have I been, and what have I been doing that's kept me away for so long? Well, quite a lot, actually. Let me start back in April of last year, 2022. My family and I had been talking about the possibility of moving because we wanted to be zoned in a better school district. We had just come back from a small vacation getaway, and we were talking with our realtor about what was out there and what our options were. On our trip back from the vacation, we talked in the car and decided to change our search parameters for what we would want in a future house and happened to come across a community that was in the process of being built. It met all of the criteria we wanted. Well, all but one piece of criteria we wanted, it was only on a quarter acre lot. But no matter, we met with the salesperson and gave them our criteria we wanted in a new construction build and ultimately came to an agreement on the house, the lot, the features, and the price. We signed the paperwork and started the waiting process. Of course, I was still very active in doing all the things that I like to do, such as volunteering to my local clubs that I'm a member of, participating in ham radio activities at home and in the field, riding my motorcycle, and of course, recording podcasts and making videos for my YouTube channels. Thankfully, not much was different at that point. That was all about to change, however. At the end of June, we were met with the heartbreaking news that our family had lost its patriarch. He had died suddenly from a heart attack. It was completely unexpected. Of course, we put our lives and everything we had going on on hold and immediately traveled and tended to the family's needs. On a personal note, I've never had to deal with the loss of someone so close to me before this. Yes, I had lost grandparents and other kids that I played sports with growing up, but with them, we were never that close and their passing didn't directly affect my day-to-day activities. This one hurt and hurt bad. In fact, it still hurts. Just typing this out and then reading it back hurts. Do yourself a favor and call the ones you love just to tell them what they mean to you. It will feel weird, but both you and they will be grateful that you did it. Anyway, we focused on family for the next couple of months, both immediate and extended. During this time, I considered writing and recording, but my heart and my head just weren't in it. I wanted the stuff I put out to be of a certain quality, and given my state of grieving, I knew I wouldn't be able to achieve it. In addition, I couldn't bring myself to move on that quickly, and I also couldn't bring myself to talk about what had happened to complete strangers just yet. Instead, I decided to focus on the things that needed my attention, and that was my family, my work, and my health, both my mental and physical health. But, as the saying goes, time waits for no one, and I was forced to take on very adult problems, challenges, and decisions. We had to sell our current house, and that meant moving a lot of stuff out and making it show ready. This took up the months of September and October. It was a long process of packing and moving things to a storage unit. Unfortunately, that meant I had to pack almost all of my recording equipment. The only things I had available to me after that point were my phone, a wireless mic pack, a laptop, and my desk microphone that I use for work. I did record a couple of episodes and got those out, but I focused on the video content creation during those months. 
I have a passion for preparedness, and I decided to host more seminars on those kinds of topics. Thankfully, I was able to use that content and put it out in both video and audio forms. On a side note, if you ever have to have the hardwoods refinished in your house, plan on being out of the house for a solid three days while it airs out. No one told me this, and I had to make a tough decision at 11 p.m. one evening to move my family into a hotel. It wasn't a fun time for anyone, and those fumes really mess you up. Sometimes stepping away is literal, and you have to physically move away from a situation or set of circumstances. The holidays were soon upon us, and with 70% of our belongings packed and stored, it only made sense to travel. We took the time we were given to focus on family again. Through my experience of grief and dealing with the circumstances, I found that the first time I would do anything that might have been done together or with the person we lost was very tough. Time has absolutely helped, but the pain never really goes away. It just becomes easier to manage and deal with. The holidays, those were no different. We were able to change the scenery a bit, being in a different place than normal for that time of year, and we definitely hugged each other tighter. But there was still the normal family bickering and tension around certain topics of discussion. It was family still, after all. Then came the new year, and a looming extended family vacation. Disney. Planning for such a big trip while trying to pack a houseful of stuff into a storage unit was almost more than we could do physically and mentally. Thank goodness my wife and I are both the planner type, and we were able to come up with game plans for each day and week of things we absolutely needed to accomplish. The morning we left for Disney, we felt very tired, but also very accomplished. Vacationing in Disney was exactly what we needed at that time. We had been through so much, from losing someone so close to us, to packing up the only house our family had ever known, to dealing with the headaches of a new construction house build, and oh boy, that is a ridiculous story, but that'll be for another day. Being able to see the fun and joy the whole family was having, extended family included, put my heart and mind at ease, and I was able to fully enjoy my time there. Now, when we came back, we were closing on the sale of our old house, but the new one wasn't ready just yet. That meant we had to find a temporary housing situation for our family, dogs included. We got extremely fortunate and found a really nice Airbnb that met every need we had for the month that we'd be there. There was only one catch. It was only 900 square feet. Now, I don't know if you've ever had to live with family in a hotel suite for a week or so, but I bet you can imagine how that could be. Now, spend a full month in a place like that. Oh yeah, and don't forget your pets. I fully expected us to get on each other's nerves, want for some private time away from everyone else, and just generally be in a constant state of angst. We weren't, though. It really surprised me. Mind you, we were still living out of the same suitcase we had taken to Disney, and we didn't have our toys or hobbies available to us, but we were able to make the best of what we had. Finally, the time came to officially sign the paperwork and become the owners of our new home. Ultimate joy, followed by the crushing realization that you now have to move, unpack, and set up all your stuff. Oh boy, what a time. As I sit here, typing this script and recording this episode, I'd estimate that every room in this new house is approximately 80% done. Yes, I have my studio set up, but there are still totes of things that need to be organized into some sort of storage solution. Yes, my office, since I work from home, is looking good, but there are still things that need to be hung on the walls and filed away. Yes, we have beds to sleep on, but our closets aren't quite at the place we want them, and the list goes on and on.
I have to say, it does feel very good to be back in a place where I have all of my belongings under the same roof. It feels good to cook in a kitchen that I own, but also that has the normal tools and appliances you'd expect. It brings me a sense of normalcy to be back in a place where I can let my creative juices flow and make things on my 3D printer, to write and record podcast episodes, to play video games comfortably, and to play radio. I feel as though being physically here has helped me continue to move through the stages of grief to a place where I'm almost accepting the events. I started out this episode by talking about how it was knowing when to step away. I don't know if that best describes how I feel about the past year, though. I think it could be summed up better by phrasing it like knowing when and how to reprioritize your life. Do I feel bad for not releasing any episodes over the last six months? No, I really don't. Rather, I feel happy that my family is happy and healthy and in a new home. I feel content knowing that I was able to turn away from things that didn't need my attention and toward the things that did. I feel proud that my son will think moving is easy and fun because my wife and I did such a good job isolating him from the challenges we faced while also being able to keep his life and his routine as normal as possible. I talk about it in one of my preparedness seminars, but compartmentalizing your life can help you greatly. For example, I have a cell phone that I use for personal and a separate one that is only used for business purposes. When I needed to, I had the ability to literally turn off my work phone and laptop and leave that part of my life behind, which allowed me to focus uninterrupted on the things that needed my undivided attention. I encourage each of you to consider what you can do to compartmentalize your work and personal lives so that you too can not only know when, but are also able to step away. I'll end with this. Please call those whom you love and tell them what they mean to you. Take stock of what you have in life and don't apologize to anyone if you need to sacrifice in one area to focus on another. Know not only when, but that you can step back and check your priorities. Do this as frequently as you need to, and maybe make it the first thing you do when you feel the stress building up. I know that it helped me, and maybe it could help you too. So that about wraps up this episode, but I would encourage you to do your own continued research and education. If you have any feedback, feel free to send me an email at podcast at therenpo.com. That's T-H-E-R-E-N-P-O.com. I would also appreciate it if you left a review wherever you podcast. That helps this show be discoverable to others and helps me understand where things can be improved. Don't forget to subscribe and auto-download new episodes so you don't miss any of the future topics. Thank you for listening. It's good to be back, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Oh, 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 oh,